episode 320 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're sitting at home or jamming some arena, you're across the table from a good friend of yours, or you're heading out to an FNM or even a Grand Prix. And one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we've got all the War of the Spark you could possibly handle. That's right. It is the upcoming Magic set, the third set on Ravnica. Yes. After Guilds of Ravnica and Ravnica Allegiance. And Bolas is bringing all his Planeswalker buddies and <gasps> we're and all of his Planeswalker non-buddies. Yes. And we're going to talk all about what we think we might see, what we know so far that we will see. And, you know, just some hopes and dreams. The famous buddy versus non-buddy war. Yes. <laughs> On Ravnica that they'll talk about for generations. Yes, exactly. Do you remember when all those buddies fought all those non-buddies? Oh, my grandpa was a non-buddy. Oh, mine was a buddy. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yeah, some super exciting stuff there that we're going to dive into. Yep. And we've been talking about the series of articles that uh, lead designer uh, R&D Mark Rosewater has been putting out. And now we've finally arrived at the where questions. Yes. So we'll talk through some of his answers that point to some exciting things in Magic's future. And we're going to have a story time. Megan, who are we going to learn about this story time? Oh, Maria, get ready to be excited because it's the cult Yay! of the Rakdos. The Rakdos are here for Magic Storytime. We've been going through all of the guilds individually and getting a closer look this week at my personal favorite guild, the Rakdos. Do you know what? Weirdly enough, I'm going to tell you this. What? It's the cutest one so far. Is it really? It's very cute. Cuter than riding worms around? Oh, okay. That the, was pretty cute last week. The worms were really cute. The Celestial Worms, if you did not hear that story, yeah. that that one was very cute also. Yeah. This one is the same amount of cute. Oh, Which great. you wouldn't think Celestia and Rakdos would no. be the same amount of cute. Okay. That's very strange. I'm intrigued. It is. I'm intrigued. But before we begin, a big thank you to everybody who helps support the show and keeps it running along on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Yes, thank you so much to everyone who became a patron during our Patreon Pledge Drive month in the month of February. It means so, so much to us. And yeah, if you if you haven't yet, there's still so many reasons to join from our reward levels, which can get you stickers and playmats and more to the reintroduction of the Patreon extra special patron special. Yes, we uh, used to do these all the time where we recorded extra content and put it up for patrons only on our Patreon website. And guess what? After we record this episode, yeah. we're doing it again. We're looking at some mailbag questions that we put in our discord which is also a patron special yeah and we're going to be answering those and posting them to our patreon so head on over there if you haven't already and thank you a billion times over if you already have and thanks to our sponsor card kingdom you can head over to their website cardkingdom.com slash glhf use that link if you're going to buy anything from the store and you know we haven't talked about these for a while but man they, do they have some have them. great decks for starters or if you're yes. trying to teach somebody magic we get this question all the time yeah. and the, the answer is just go to Card Kingdom yes. because they've got starter decks, which are yep. one color. They've got battle decks, which were designed to fight against each other. And they're super cheap. They're like 10 bucks. Yeah. And, and they're, they're excellent. Great. You yeah. can have a, a real great time playing them. So head on over to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. If there's anything you need in your magical life, people tell us all the time how much they love Card Kingdom. That's right. And for a limited time, as long as supplies last, 
if you order from them in the comments, you can put good luck have tokens <laughs> and they will send you a pair of <laughs> Megan and Maria tokens. No, you just get one. You only get one. You My get bad. one because you get the, one. the two is special for our patrons. That's right. Okay. Month. You get one. You get one. But it's double sided. It's double sided. So it still counts as two different tokens. Yeah. Just order something another time. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get another one. Do it again. <laughs> and um, yeah. But that's only while supplies last. Yeah, so, it is. Make sure you put that in the comments of your order. Yeah, and if you want a sticker, just say you want a sticker too. They'll throw them both in there. That's right. They're you, just those kind of people. You don't have to say anything special for stickers no. besides I'd like a sticker. <laughs> Nothing That's weird really, for that one. It's really an oversight on our part, it honestly. Really is. I'm very sorry. Because we could change that. In the future, we could be like, <laughs> what is it? Stick it to me, boss. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> I'll, no. we'll, we'll, we'll email them and see if okay. <laughs> I feel like that's not specific enough though Okay, you um, know because they have other people that they sponsor they're like which sticker do we put it in here are um, they just mad at their boss <laughs> I'm such a stickler for having fun <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> I'm, I'm a stickler, stickler for having fun <laughs> Don't use it yet, because we've got to we, double check with them. We have them. to make sure that they're okay with us. But that's pretty good. I'm having you ask for a <laughs> sticker that way, but... <laughs> oh. What do you mean that's not specific enough? Stick, Stick it, it to, to me, me boss. boss. You think that there's some other other sticker haver out there that Card Kingdom <laughs> will send you a sticker for that would use the phrase? No. Stick it to me, boss. I just wouldn't want somebody, God forbid, to end up with a loading ready run sticker from Good Luck uh, High instead of Good Luck High Five. Those jerks, those jerks up in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see if we can get it to be. I'm a stickler for having fun. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash GLHF board games. Our normal website is slash Good Luck High Five uh, for all this content. But our board game this week is Newspeak, which is a social deduction game. Yeah. And it looks beautiful. We're always huge fans of social deduction oh, games. Oh, A plus. What a joy they are to play. Yeah. What a delight. What a treat. So if you're looking for a new social deduction, deduction game in your life, Head on over to our board game channel, youtube.com slash GLHF board games, and see if you might want to give that yeah. one a try. You can even do a little code breaking in the video. Yes, you can play along. It's kind of cool. Yeah. War of the Spark Predictions. Wow. So before we jump into predictions, we have to talk we about know. what we know. What we know. Because there's a lot to know. Yes, there is. We talked about this a little bit on the upkeep this week. BT yeah. Dubs, if you're not already listening to it, check it the out. Upkeep, all the news you need in 10 minutes or less. Yeah. Um, but we'll get way more in depth in on it here today. So, War of the okay. Spark, 36 planeswalkers, at least. It's At those, least those 36 that we saw in the stained glass art. Yes. So Wizards released uh, the beautiful stained glass art that we saw in the teaser trailer for War of the Spark. Yes. You can see all 36 of the planeswalkers in the trailer included. They are here. gorgeous. They look beautiful. Looking good. Maybe there's more planeswalkers than that in the set. We don't know, but we do know that these ones are all confirmed yes. in the set. And first of all, the first thing that jumps to my mind when I think about this is, holy crap, that's a lot of planes. Walkers. It's a lot of planeswalkers. And do you know what? What? Planeswalker in every pack. Every single pack. Every pack. What? Every pack. What? 
Have you ever what been to a mean? draft and been like, will I open a walker? The answer, <laughs> the answer is now yes. Yes, you will. The answer is now eternally yes. You know what? Once I opened two planeswalkers in a pack. I remember, remember that? that. Yeah. That was so long ago. It was. At a that draft was on night. Theros, right? Ooh, where was that? I think it might have even been before. Well, I'm, I can't remember. I should because say. I'm trying to remember. It was a green were. red walker, I, I believe, which is what I remembered. Which made me think it was Xenagos. It could have been like Xenagos. in my head. It was and Domri or something. Domri or Xenagos. No, because they weren't on no, the same plane. No, Ashiak. Maybe. Yeah, that might have been it. Yeah. Gosh, I can't remember anymore. Because it wasn't an Elspeth. But that was a great day. Yeah. So you're going to have that great day every time you crack one of these packs. Every time. Maybe. Are these going to be bad? I don't know. Do some of them have to be bad? Of course. You can't have this. Can you, you can't imagine? Have, Maria, are you trying to tell me you can't have a good card in every pack? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine sitting on a play a draft and there's like six like excellent three ability planeswalkers on each side of the battlefield. You're not going to want to play magic ever again the rest of your life. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> That's way too complicated. You're not wrong. Which brings us to one of your predictions. Yes. Prediction. Which I want to talk about. So my prediction here is that the Planeswalker will only have one ability. Wow. So it'll just be like something. It's kind of in effect like a spell or a saga or whatever yeah. that has an ability and then it goes away. Or it's just something that you can activate every time or I don't know what, but yeah. very low power. Yeah. I, I, I think that that is a total possibility. Yeah. Um, I can also see planeswalkers that kind of like sagas that have something like after you've activated them so many they're, times, they're gone. they're gone. Yeah. Agree. Um, maybe ones with two, only two abilities, like sure. a plus and a minus. Yeah. The end. The end. Like what if one of them is when, when you activate this kill something. So essentially it's just a kill spell that sits out there on the board. Yeah. That could be something. Yeah. Because that's kind of a little flavorful for the war. Yeah. It's like all these planeswalkers descending upon Ravnica are pulled there somehow by the power that they sense in Bolas and an infinity war ensues, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's got to be something, right? Because there's yes. absolutely no way that these are planeswalkers in the way that we've come to know them. At yes. least not all of them. Because also just imagine how long would you have to have been designing that set for <sighs> to come up with 36 planeswalkers as we know them? I don't know. And to balance all of them. Question. Yes. Would you accept them saying that these are all 36 Planeswalkers in the set if they were cards that were like a character card, like we saw from the Flipwalkers in another set? Now, we know these aren't flipped because yes. Mark Rosewater's confirmed that. But what I'm saying is like, just like, this is a Chandra and she's a 5-5 five five, and she is a creature. No, I would feel weird about that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I would. She's a walker. Yeah, I know. But She's we, a walker, we a saw creature. baby Chandra before her spark ignited. Yeah, That's I guess you're true. right though. But that would be that would be weird because they're planes walkers. Exactly. I yeah. don't I feel like, you know, you can't you can't assign Karn a power and toughness. That's Karn is ab above power and toughness. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. Exactly. Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah. So that's my best guess at what's going to happen here, because otherwise this gets to be a, a place that's just ridiculous. And I know that R&D would not do that to us. So they've, they've they're they're excited. They, they think figured they something cracked out. it. They're like, we did it. It's going to be good. Let me tell you. In limited and in standard. Both. Interesting. Yeah question so yes. they had been working to design something like planeswalker matters for a while like yes. this had been on their radar um do you think that this is like kind of a last hurrah not forever in a way for planeswalkers and a bunch of them are gonna die they're gone and then we can restart standard in a place that has very no few planeswalkers i mean if you think about it there's never more than a couple in standard at any given time 
right? If you think about who's relevant and standard yeah, right now, that's true. Um, you see a little bit of Raska, a little bit of Raul, uh, a little bit of Karn, a lot of Teferi. Teferi a lot. I guess that's four. That is four relevant ones. Because Angrath a little yeah, bit. Angrath a little bit. You know what? Now that we're talking about it, I wouldn't mind if there were only like three. And also we see a little bit of Kaya. That's anyway. true. Interesting. T- teeny bit of Domri. So you think that we could potentially, because right now in any given block we see, we or any given set, we see two to three. Yeah. Right? Or about two. Yeah. So maybe we would go down to like one? Yeah, I don't know. That's None? Because that there might be sets conceivably with no planeswalkers. Yeah. I would be okay with that. I would also be fine with that. I know a lot of pro players would be very fine with that. They feel like planeswalkers a lot of time lower uh, the skill level needed to play magic. But like a lot of people obviously love planeswalkers. They're using yeah. them as a character to identify with in the story and play with. They're super fun to open and draft, obviously, because they're a huge bomb usually. We um, have seen them in a lot more supplemental material recently too, though. That's true. Right? Is that we've seen a lot more commanders that are planeswalkers, yeah. which wasn't a thing for a long while. True. So like, there still is, as much as it could be if they reduced the number that are coming out in the big sets every year, they could still conceivably increase them or continue to see yeah. planeswalker development in other sets, Absolutely. in all of the supplemental materials, yeah. which is pretty cool too. Yeah. Like that still is a lot of design space and a lot of exploration and lore and places that people can find really cool walkers that they enjoy playing with i have to tell you what what if nickel bolus isn't the best pl- single best planeswalker they've ever printed i'm gonna flip every table <laughs> doesn't he have Uh-oh. to be oh doesn't he kind of have to be oh jason mind sculptor take a seat the, you think nickel bolus. This bolus is gonna be better i'm just saying it had better be better <laughs> which i don't know if it's possible what about it's eugene be- eugene's really good eugene's great yeah I mean, it's got to be three colors, right? There's no way yes. that it's not Grixis color. So already yes. it's kind of worse. But I mean, like, hmm. it had better be like all of. I mean, all the of the bolus planeswalkers that we've seen have been very powerful. That's true. Which is tempered a little bit by their cost, right? Yes. Bolus is classically a very powerful walker, but also with a steep mana cost. Yeah. So I wonder if we could see that cost come down to compensate. Like, that's the way that I could see Whoa. them expanding on making Bolas more powerful. Because already he's had stuff that's like, deal 10 damage to whatever you feel like. <laughs> or exile cards off your opponent's library until you find until something the, you want to cast. One. Yeah, I mean... That's I, not exactly the way it's worded, but you know what I'm I saying. wish it was. <laughs> Just keep exiling until you, you find something you want something to you cast. Want, whatever. You win the game. Whatever. You win the game. <laughs> I mean, or something big and splashy is what I want, just to signify how important Bolas is at this moment in the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. So should we talk a little bit about each of the walkers? Yes. So let's talk that about we know who we here. know. Yeah. Yes. Who's here? Starting at the top, alphabetically, we've got a Johnny. Kitty cat, a Johnny's here. Yes. Cat friend. Cat friend. Um, we've got Angrath. So angry flame chain minotaur. I love Angrath. One of my favorite planeswalkers, actually. That's oh, legal to play right now. Wow. I've been having so much fun with that minotaur. Yeah. Um, we we know Angrath was trapped on Ixalan. Yeah. So did he get off? Yes. He okay. Did. He left. Um, he was just trying to get back to see his family. I know. It's so funny. And then he did. Uh, Arlen Cord. Ooh, Arlen Cord. werewolf from Innistrad. She's awesome. Yes. Ashiok. They're a nightmare weaver from Theros. And the last time we saw them, they were on Theros. Okay, that makes sense. Weaving some nightmares. 
Chandra, of course, is back with her fire hands. Yes. Last seen on Dominaria, helping the Gatewatch acquire the Black Blade. So this is really important because, yes. spoiler alert, Gideon is carrying the Black Blade in his stained glass art. That's, is that a spoiler if it's something everyone can see? I mean, spoiler for I later when we talk can about see a movie. <laughs> But some people haven't. Anyways. But the Black Blade can just can kill a god, which is what Nicol Bolas yes. wants to become, I think. Yes. So makes sense. Also, just saying, we'll get around to this, but Elspeth, oh, yeah. not here, but she also killed a god once. So That's true. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Domri being an angry little beast master, <laughs> uh, leading with the gruel. With a British or Australian accent, I yes. can't tell which. Very strange. <laughs> Dovin Bond, the scheming Vidalkin yes. from Kaladesh, who's putting his massive brain powers to work, leading the Azorius. Ooh, Dovin, making Thopters. And the Azorius, I'm going to tell you, a preview of this week's story segment. Ooh. Dovin taking the Azorius to a bad place. Yeah. Dovin, not a good guy. I kind of like that. I mean, it's kind of a cool, sinister storyline yeah. that we saw in Azorius Locket, the flavor text there. Yeah. Gideon! Yes! Got the He's got the black blade. We're all waiting for him to die. I think this... You is, think he's going to die. I think Gideon's going to die. That's another one of my predictions. Yeah. Because of the fact that the glass split through him, the camera went through Gideon yeah. as it went into the, the tower in the preview trailer. Yeah. We've got Huatli. Yay, Huatli! Dino... You know, dino, dino enthusiast. Po warrior poet. Yes. Uh, Jace <laughs> Bellerin. All right, Jace, what's up? So yeah. Jace got off Ixalan where he was hanging out with Vraska. Yes. Even though he was bound there. Yep. And he was doing the whole, he was doing the whole Dominaria quest situation yeah. too with all those buddies. Also, I didn't know this about Hwatli. She went to Kaladesh. Really? Yes. She went to Kaladesh and met Sahili and Sahili was like, let's make... Let's make mechanized dinosaurs. Really? Yeah. Oh, that seems like a fun friendship. That does seem like a great friendship. I would watch that movie. Yes. Um, Jaya. Yay, Jaya. Just the like OG. The original. Yeah. Uh, then we have from the APAC planes, APAC specific planeswalkers. We have Jean Yang Yu, Yang Gu. Who's got a cute yes. little dog. Yes. Really cute little pupper. Um, we've got Karn. Karn. Classic Karn. Sad robot. Sad bot. Big sad robot. Kaya. You know, going around killing ghosts. Ghost assassin. Which is her deal. Assassinating ghosts, being in charge of the Orzov. And she's on Bola's side, right? She is. Kiora is here. Yes. Last seen in Oath of the Gatewatch. All Mer those days ago. Merfolk. Merfolk. Liliana. Who is... She's... She, Thought she was free of her contract. She killed Belzenlock, last of her four demons that she had signed a contract with. Yep. She's like, I'm free. She tries to get out of there. And then Bolas is like, nope. I, I, you know, messed around with your contract. Classic. Classic Bolas. You've got to read the whole thing, read, even though. Lily, read the so whole long. thing. You never, nobody reads the whole demon. Lily, nobody ever a reads lawyer. an entire demon contract. Lily, hire a lawyer. That could be a nice planeswalker. <laughs> Well, so actually, <laughs> there is one. There's a planeswalker lawyer. There's a planeswalker what? who's very adept at, at manipulating contracts. Oh, we'll get to that. Ooh, excellent. Um, Nahiri. So Nahiri, my personal favorite. You love Nahiri. I love Nahiri. Last seen locking Soren in a rock. <laughs> Back on Innistrad after wrecking vengeance on the plane. Yeah, I 
I love Nahiri. Nahiri's shot as she's walking away from the destruction behind her is like my favorite planeswalker oh, image. It's I think. so good. It's so good. Narset, um, who is, you know, looking for Eugene. I love Narset. Yeah, student of I'm really, really excited to see her again. Last seen in Dragons of Tarkir. Welcome yes. back. Nicol Bolas. He's got the planar bridge and he's bringing his his army of creepy blue shell zombies yeah. from Amonkhet to Ravnica. And those were all the people that won the trials that he had set up as a false god on Amonkhet. Yes, exactly. And they all killed themselves and now they're in a yep. zombie army. So like... That, they killed each other, but they thought it was great. Yeah, but I mean like the last trial, right? With the one with... Right? You just, yeah. you just had to kill yourself, I'm pretty sure. I think you just all fight to the death. I don't remember. Maybe if you are the winner, then Hazaret kills you. Yes, Hazaret kills you. That's Hazaret what it was. Hazaret kills you. Wow, what a great prize. What? <laughs> Solid deal. And now I would be so mad if that's what I get and I end up in this stupid dragon's army. Yes. <laughs> okay, Nissa's here, of course. She's not part of the Gatewatch anymore, though. That's not an of course. She can go to Dominaria. She peaced out. I just mean she's like... She's like a main um, yeah. main player. She's always she's always around, except when she wasn't briefly. Um, Nixilis, you know, who knows what he's doing, but I, he's gonna be there. Last scene on Battle for demon Zendikar. Buddy. Wow, he's a demon. Yeah, demon man. Ab Nixilis. I remember that uh, his card. I quite liked it. Yeah, uh, we've got Ral, who's leading the Is it Sahili Rai coming back from Kaladesh? Yeah. of course, where we talked about when she's hanging out with. with Watley. Yep. Cool to see Sahili back. Gonna make some some dinosaur robots. Let's hope for no more combos, Sahili. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Samet. Yes. Last we saw her, she was on Amonkhet, and she was helping lead the survivors away to try and start somewhere new with yeah. Hazaret. That was a really cool story. I it think really at was. the end. And so yeah, happy to see Samet back. Same. Um, Sarkin. Dragons. I love dragons. My name's Sarkin. Also, he's a time. He right. He like created an alternate timeline. Yeah, that is true. That's a, you know from Cons of Tarkir. Exactly. And he and he and Narset are friends. Maybe more than friends. Ooh. Who knows? A little romance in the air. <laughs> Planeswalker romance. Uh, Soren, supposed to be trapped in a rock. Don't know what he's doing. I'm going to be very <laughs> mad if he's not in a rock. What if the what? card is called Soren, in a rock? Then I'll be And very it happy. does absolutely nothing. Yes, it's just Soren <laughs> in a rock. It. Please. It gets please. you closer to your, you know, whatever, your devotion. The city's bliss blessing. But that's it. And the city's blessing. It just does so solid yes, nothing on please. your board. Please. Tamio! I'm just saying he wasn't in that rock. He hasn't been in that rock for that long. I don't know how he got out of that rock. Shadows of was not that long ago. Maybe Bolas went and rescued him in return for his allegiance or Could something. Could be. I'm just mad. Or maybe Bolus's energy is so strong that it just pulls you away from whatever you were doing. Even if what you were doing was being trapped in a rock. Yeah. God, that would hurt getting out of it at of, the very that least. That was the whole point. Yeah. It's that it was literally just like grab it because he's a vamp, so he can't die really. Oh. So it's like puncturing his insides for eternity. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty rough. I'm excited for Tamio because Tamio is before our time playing magic, really. Yeah. Um, she had a card in Shadows over Innistrad. She did. Yeah. What or was Eldritch Moon? She had a planeswalker. She were she were planeswalker. Was she? Wasn't she? No. No, she didn't have a card, but she was there. Uh, I wanna wow. She might have. She was there. She had, she was there because she's depicted on art, I believe, yes. like talking to Jace and stuff because they're trying to figure out what to do with Emrakul. Yeah. And then she they... was there. Tamio field researcher. Oh, you're right. She was banned. 
I was like, oh, Tamio. That's right. Ugh. Oh, gosh, how quickly I, liked, I forget. I remember. This was great. This was great. Bant played her sometimes. Um, yeah. All right. All right. So Tamio is back. Uh, yes. Teferi, of course. You know, we all know Teferi. Can't get away from him, no. honestly. Apocalypses. <laughs> Teferi can't get away from apocalypses. Yeah, that's also true. Just always there to save you at the end of the world. And everybody's favorite has returned. <laughs> Tybalt. Tybalt. One of the worst planeswalkers ever printed. I hope that he maintains his streak. Okay, what about this prediction? You're going to predict that he's still terrible. Yeah. And I'm going to predict he's the best one. <laughs> okay, my guess is that it's probably somewhere in the middle. Just to make he's up like, for how, how bad he was originally. We have Eugene the Spirit Dragon. Ooh, welcome back, Eugene. Eugene. Um, Eugene was the last scene telling the Gatewatch, hey, don't destroy the Eldrazi Titans. That would be bad. And then they went and did it anyways. Well. So that's that. Uh, um, I really love Eugene, though. Eugene's great. One of my favorites. Vivian Reed. Welcome back, Vivian from M19. Yeah. Um, and we've got Vraska, who is currently the guild master of the Golgari. And is Vraska bolus aligned? Yes. Oh, because geez. some of her memories got locked away. Oh. So many of, of our yeah. faves have kind of turned a little evil. Yeah. I mean, I think Kaya, Kaya's like maybe only just working with bolus because it seems advantageous right now. Yeah. That kind of seems like Kaya's jam. Yeah. And I, Vraska just doesn't remember. Wow. All, her time on Ixalan and stuff. Okay. So there's two others that are in the windows, but we haven't ever met them before. Yes. Teo Verada, a shield mage from an unknown plane that has diamond storms on it. Yes. And this is gonna, he's going to be the main character of an upcoming Ravnica book. Yes. Very cool. And Davriel Kane, um, this is, he's from Children of the Nameless, um, which was the Brandon Sanderson novella. Yes. Um, Davriel Kane is the one that I was talking about that apparently is very good with contracts. Oh. Oh, okay. So, I'm seeing a theme just here. Saying, a I wonder why they set it up right before the storyline. Interesting. I wonder why. And now um, we come to speculation because there are a couple characters um, in the. Oh, well, let's talk about who's not there. There are yes. several people who are not here. It's not everybody. Notably. Um, I mean, the ones that are really notable is are obviously Garrick. Yep. Who they've said we've got plans. Where's Garrick? Is he going to show up and kill? Because he loves he loves killing planeswalkers now, yeah, right? He That's does. his thing. So what if he shows yeah, up he and does. he's cursed. He comes in and is like, I'm cursed and I'll save the day and I kill Bolas. What if he kills everyone else though? I mean, that's also a possibility. Or maybe he just is around later. <laughs> Having a cup I of coffee. I don't know. Exactly. It's like pan pan over to another plane. Garrick sits there <laughs> drinking a cup of coffee. And cut back. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like dying in this horrific battle. Yes. Um Muyang Ling. Who is the the other APAC specific planeswalker? There's speculation that she's one of the stained glass walkers. Yeah, there's a window um, that we that can't quite tell. We don't know for sure yes. if it's her or not. Could be her. Could could be not her. It's the one where the lady has her face hidden but with a big hat. Um, otherwise known to me as the Beyonce window. <laughs> Because I get it. It looks like it, does. it looks like Beyonce from Lemonade. It does look like her, and I really like it. It looks really good. Not just the hat part. No, like the, it's great. Like the art in general looks like Beyonce. Beyonce, new planeswalker. Beyonce planeswalker. You heard it here I think first. We're all here for it. You know, um, my prediction of that is that that is secretly Elspeth, yes. who's back from the underworld and has been hanging out on Kamigawa. Ooh, on Kamigawa. Yeah. What makes you think Kamigawa? Just because of the dress. 
Interesting. Maybe that. What if that's just like what they gave her to wear in the underworld? I mean, if you pull up the hat and she's got the golden mask on, Ooh, that would be pretty cool. Creepy. And as we mentioned, like they have the black blade. Um, Gideon does, but Elspeth killed Xenagos. Yeah. Who was a god yep. back on Theros. And so Elspeth is able to kill a god. She's got the tools to make it happen. Yeah. Think about it, everybody. So what if, it was, what if it was her? Um, Tezzeret. No, Tezzeret. I know, which That's is kind surprising. Of very strange. Because Tezzeret was doing all of Bolus's dirty work. Yeah. Um, so where, where's that little robot arm man? No idea. Yeah. That, that is weird to me. I, I do appreciate, I like the speculation of Elspeth being the hidden walker. I mean, it would be it would pretty be cool. Really cool. It so there's also a um someone that we don't know yeah. for sure, which is the red haired like Azorius looking mage. Yeah. Some I guess I don't know if Yeah, I I have no idea. She's got red hair and she's carrying a staff. Um and she's doing a gesture that looks kind of Azorius. Mm -hmm. But also she has this staff, which makes me think of several things. It makes me think a little bit of Elish Norn the shape of the staff and it makes me yeah. think a little bit of Innistrad. Okay. Right? Like the, the I can see it. The yeah, like the, the, staff. the things that were po popping up and pointing yeah. towards the clue stones. Is that yeah. what they were? Am like I thinking those? of the right thing? Mm -hmm. That look like this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good point. So I don't know I don't know who she is, but I'm very excited yeah. to find out because she looks very cool. She does look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. um Yeah, yeah. Most of most of the planeswalkers from Magic's history are here. Yeah. Um, as we said, about ten, you know ten or twelve or so just aren't accounted for. But like, there's a lot that we wouldn't expect. There's a bunch who are dead. Blah blah blah. So um, really exciting because all of these confirmed have cards in the set with different art. They don't have this beautiful stained glass art, which makes me very very sad. And I hope they use it on cards in some way in the game, like a special kind of you know like master series with all of these and you can buy them with their stained glass art that's that's what i wish in my heart but uh not sure if that's gonna happen um megan is researching Mu Yang Ling. i'm just tell i'm just gonna say like i'm sorry but like these water swirls that she has around her just look kind of like this sword yeah it could be her. It could very well be her. I don't know, but like, what's all this feather patterning? But also, patterning? She doesn't really have the same feather patterning. Why is the face hidden if it's her? I don't know, because it's explicitly Beyonce inspired. <laughs> yeah, it could be that. That's what I keep coming back to. We could be reading to. too much into this. Yes. I don't know, but... Because it makes this art look really cool. It does. The um, art does look cool. Yes. And so I really hope we get to see these printed in another way as yeah. cards because, gosh, Same. they're so beautiful. And I would love to be able to play with like a full art one of these as a planeswalker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Alb Nicholas is cool sitting on his little ball. Yeah. That's like on a spire, I think. He's sitting on a spire oh, in yeah. the city. Very cool. And look at the little dog. It's so cute. I know. The little stained glass dog is just <laughs> too cute. Too cute. Who is your handle? Who it. is your favorite art in all of these stained glass planes? All of these stained glass. This wow. question is almost impossible it because really is. they're all so beautiful. Uh, like I love Vivian's. Vivian looks great. Vivian just looks so so epic. Yeah. Vivian looks very heroic. Oh. Um, what about you? Well, I was, I was thinking about this and I just like, honestly, <laughs> didn't know if I could ever choose, but it might be Nicol Bolas himself. Yeah. 
I do like that art quite a lot. Hmm. Really pretty with purples and blues. Yeah. Um, I do like Karn a yeah. lot. And I love I love our mystery one. Mystery lady. I love mystery lady. Yeah. Looking good. All right. I wonder if we had... Okay, so those are all of our predictions so far. Yes. I'm trying to think if we made any other hot takes, but... Oh, you are asking... Um, this is a question that's been going oh, around. Oh, yeah. How much... What is the cost for a destroy all planeswalkers effect? <laughs> so you said that you thought it was going to be a four mana wrath. Yes. Planeswalker wrath. And it's blue, black, black, red. Nice. That makes sense, doesn't that's it? My, that's my opinion. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't even know if it'll cost if it'll be that hard to cast like one Grixis. Yeah, I thought that was my original thought. Also, was one blue black red because we're gonna have to have some way to kill off all of these things. Else, yeah. it might get a little weird out there. <laughs> Very weird. Out I don't there. know, but yeah. So. so this set coming out next month. Yeah. What in April? At the end of April is the pre-release. Wow. Which is just wild. Which means previews are happening soon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My mind is blown. We have a preview card, by the way. Yeah, we do. It's a sweet one. We're very excited. <laughs> we can't tell you yet. No. But as soon as we can tell you, we oh, will tell we you. We will tell you. We've got Mark Rosewater's Where It's At article. So we've been following these. He's yes. written a series of them. What, who, when, and why. Yes. And we finally arrived at where. Well, we delve into a little bit of where magic is headed, a little bit into the lore. And yes. Mark tries to answer questions from uh, people as best he can. That's right. So these questions all have to start with where. Okay. Um, which is where the where in the title comes from. Makes sense. Where, where, where. Uh, and there's there's a lot of them. We'll just hit on a couple. There's a bunch of people who are asking where different planeswalkers are. <laughs> and he's like, they're all in War of the Spark. Yeah. They'll be in Here planeswalker cards. Yep. Um, but where is Xenagos? Dead. Dead. Xenagos is dead. Where is Garrick? Uh, and to this he says, while most of the known living planeswalkers are in War of the Spark, not all of them are. Garrick being one of the absent walkers. But fear not, we have plans for <gasps> Garrick. You'll be seeing him soon enough. Ooh, okay. Now here comes the coolest question. All right. That I'm very excited where is the plane that fans most want to return to that will actually happen in the next year? Oh, okay. And so obviously he can't say specifically, but he goes into a poll that he asked um, a while back where he got people to give him their top five planes that they would like to go to. Okay. Um, and these are ones that are existing planes. Okay. Exactly. And so he talks about the top 30 responses. Okay. From all of this. So, I mean, this, this has got to yes. hold weight. Yeah. For Watsi. So we look at the first one is Lorwyn. Yes. Which is, yeah. That's um, my number one. Then we've got Kamigawa. Okay. That makes sense. People talk about it all the time. Yes. Here's the next two are two of our, our two favorites. <gasps> we have Tarkir at three. Wow. And Theros at four. That is awesome. I'm really happy to see that like as many people want to return to Theros. I would not expect Theros yes. to be that high. Exactly. I thought that we were kind of outliers and how much we loved it. And we love Theros. Back. A lot of people are like whine, whine, whine about Theros. Exactly. But we love it. Okay. And I'm really glad to see that other people awesome. also love it. We've got at five Mirrodin and Nuphorexia. Uh, some other notable ones. Dominaria is eight. 
Okay. Vryn is 10. Oh, we talked about Vryn the other day wanting to go there. That's Jace's home world. Yes, exactly. I wish that that one was higher, but I wonder if the way the question was worded made people think that it wasn't an answer that they could give. Sure. Like if it had to be places that we've already gone. Right. Um, specifically for a block. Uh, we have Amonkhet at 13, which mm. seems difficult. Fiora at 14, which has only been seen in Conspiracy. Oh, what's but Fiora? It, Fiora is the plane that Conspiracy is set on. Oh, okay. Um, oh, well, that'd be cool. Yeah, exactly. To see to see a set there. Um, we have Chandelar <laughs> at 16. I, you know what? I'm yeah. surprised is Ravnica is all the way down this list at 19. And I mean, we're here right now. It's got to be because we're here we're right here now. Right because people love exactly. Ravnica. But they don't want to go back to it while we're still here right now. All right, let's go to Lorwyn. Um, and he just, so he says uh, we have a whole bunch of returns planned in their seven-year plan. They say they like about a 50-50 balance between new plans and returns. Okay. And all of the ones that are planned are from the list. Which ones? He can't say. Oh, all but right. I'm very, I'm very excited. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. I think after War of the Spark, we're going to go somewhere completely new, completely new, yes. unrelated. Yes. Palette cleanser. Yeah. Palette cleansing plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hello. a dentist plane. What's our plane? It's a palate <laughs> cleanser. Oh, I thought it was like a like an a amuse bouche. An amuse bouche, a a cracker. Uh, in between courses, if you will. Do you go to a restaurant and request <laughs> and request a cracker yes. between courses? Yes. Uh, I need to reset my palate. I need to be at a blank Excuse slate. Excuse me. Can I have a saltine? <laughs> There's like what? Just bring. Me, I I feel like at some restaurant I got I ordered chili, but there was no little crackers to put in it, and I was like, this is unacceptable. I can't handle just having naked chili. And I was naked like, naked chili. Do you, do you have any crackers in there? Like, no, we don't. And I was like, um, well, well what can I, I? I must have looked very forlorn <laughs> because they made me toast and brought it. I was out. about to say, did they bring you toast? Yeah, they did. That's great. It was very nice. <laughs> um, next, we've got, where will the next set be after War of oh, the Spark? Speak of the devil. Yeah, he says, after War of the Spark is Corset 2020. Okay, sure. Then in October, we're going to be visiting a brand Nailed new it. plane. Nailed it. I mean, I don't know that that was really going out on a limb. To say that I went on on the, the thinnest, most unsupported limb. <laughs> I can't tell you anything about it yet as we're a little too far out from it. But I can say it's a set I've been trying to get us to do for over a decade. What? And a I'm really excited about how it turned out. A plane full of squirrels. A squirrel, squirrel plane. plane. Yes. Um, so that's that part to me was very, very exciting. Cool. Yeah. Um, and like we said, there's there's a whole bunch more here. Um, but you can go and read it, read it all. We won't touch on all of it. Those were just some of some of our favorites. Yeah, you can check it out on Daily MTG. Yep. And the column once again is called Where It's At by yes. Mark Rosewater. Time for story time with Megan, the Rakdos cult. Yes. So this one is called The Illusions of Child's Play. Whoa, like the movie <laughs> with Chucky. <laughs> what? Well, Megan is not a horror movie aficionado, no, but really not. there is a series of like 20 billion movies called Child's Play. I know Play who Chucky with is. With Chucky the doll that I kills I thought people. Chucky had his own name franchise. Maybe. He I thought that his franchise was eponymous. He just gets out of Child's Play and starts Chucky's Trials of Terror or something. Like, isn't Chucky his own thing? Well, he did get... Soon, the Bride of Chucky happened. That was okay. a, that was what one of them was called. But it was like Child's Play was the first one, Child's Play 2, and then maybe it split off. 
okay, look, I'm just saying that I think that there are more Chucky movies that are <laughs> that are. Okay, here's Child's Play. I watched play the original Child's Play. Okay. By the way, like in high school, in somebody's like trailer or whatever they had sitting and parked in their driveway this is my memory of watching it and everyone was like oh we're gonna be so scared we, everyone cuddle up and then we like watch it it's like the most dumb ridiculous over-the-top piece of garbage that is very very funny and not at all frightening <laughs> i didn't know it's from 1988 yeah okay so there's child's play one two and three bride of chucky okay so that's what i was thinking of diverse seed of chucky oh god no curse of chucky and cult of chucky <laughs> Now I want to see Cult of Chucky just to see no, how the franchise do, do has held up over that long and that it many hasn't iterations. Is the answer. It's completely unraveled. That is my guess. <laughs> um, all right. So the, the Illusions of Child's Play uh, starts off with a note. Parents, please note this story contains content that may be unsuitable <gasps> for younger readers. Wow. Which considering how dark the other ones have gotten is really saying something. Yeah, there is a demon baby. Um, but it turns out that this one is mostly talking about uh, how debaucherous the raccoons oh, get. Oh, I see. So we're, we start out with a demon who's, um, who's really kind of in love with uh, a human who makes effigies for people to burn. Oh, that's a great <laughs> job. For demons to burn. Yeah, and she's like one of the best effigy makers. Wow. You know, making cool. all their little outfits. Like paper outfits. mache. Exactly. Um, and so he, he's going into her shop yet again, but he's always too nervous to talk to her. But finally she's <laughs> I like, need another, uh-uh. I need another effigy. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's, that's what he does every time. And she's uh, just like, uh, no, you need effigy. to stop this. <laughs> and it turns out there's also something called blight paper where you can like, if you draw specifically a person on it, it's kind of like light voodoo Ooh. where you can make them hurt by like tearing the paper and stuff like wow. that. Um, that just becomes relevant later. Can I ask you a question about yes. debauchery? Yes. Uh, and you know, people eating a lot like ancient Romans yeah. and then throwing it all up so they could eat more and stuff. Like, I don't know that that's really a thing that they did. They, I mean, they're called vomitoriums. I, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it's real. I don't know if everybody did it, but yeah. I, my question is, would you do this if this was socially acceptable at a party, say everyone was doing it, it was within the culture of your time and your people and whatever, to eat a lot at a party, barf it up and go eat some more? Okay, wait, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> Here's, I googled vomitorium. It's because it looks like people now, vomiting out of the... Yes. Yeah. Each of a series of entrance or exit passages in an ancient Roman amphitheater or theater to a place in which, according to popular misconception, the ancient Romans are supposed to have vomited during <laughs> feasts to make room for more food. Okay, Google, did Romans really vomit in feasts? <laughs> I don't know that they did. Let's look at the Wikipedia. Misinterpretation of the term. Uh, yep. <laughs> I mean, but like, did they do it though? No. Ever. Despite the misnomer of the vomitoriums in the Colosseum. No. Just in day-to-day life. No. Party life. No. Puking anymore. No. But would you? But would Would I? No. (laughs) No. No. I know because like I've had amazing like cake available to me. Yeah. And I've just eaten the slice of cake. And then later on, when I'm hungry again, I eat more cake. But what I don't if, need to eat all the cake hear right then. Hear me out. You just puked it up and you immediately <gasps> ate more. <laughs> I think that that would ruin the cake. I'm ruining my own ex- cake experience. 
Why would I do that? Would you do that? Absolutely not. Yeah, Not exactly. worth it in any remote way. But listener, if you would puke up just to eat more of the cake, will you please tweet at us with the hashtag? I am vomitorium. <laughs> <laughs> or Thank any you. meal of your choosing. Thank you. Okay, continue. I had a big diversion, but it was a really important question, I yes, think. Yes, it really was. We all learned something. Yes. This is specifically, just to be clear, in the context of just wanting to eat more. Yes. Um, all right. So where was I? Yes. Yeah, so we, so he's, you know, trying to talk to this effigy maker. And yeah. He's a demon who's thousands of years old. Oh, and he still hasn't figured a, it out. He's a human. Exactly. And um, she, he's like trying to be like hey you know there's oh there's an azorius there's like an old azorius guy on the street out in front who's trying to like give him pamphlets and stuff and like reform him oh. or whatever and she's just she's like exacerbated by it she's like oh there's this guy outside scaring everybody off and he's like why don't you just go like curse him or blight paper him or whatever and so and she's like i can't like i'll get put in jail immediately yeah because it turns the out azorius. the azorius are really cracking down Oof. um and there's a ton of new restrictions on stuff like this um and the demon just does it anyways <laughs> with the blight paper he does it for her oh look at this guy and he's like hey do you want to come it's the first night of basically rakdos mardi gras <laughs> Which, yes! honestly, as far as I can tell, is exactly like regular Mardi Gras, except way more about, like, blood. <laughs> it's, like, way more about blood and being okay with people dying um, by putting uh, themselves in danger. They ooh. put themselves in danger, and then okay. they die, and they're okay with it because it's all in pursuit of fun. It's very weird. I mean, death on Ravnica, what does it even yeah. mean, really? Exactly. It's... Very little. The the Orzov, the ghosts hang around. We learned exactly. about this last episode. Um, the Golgari are just a, you know, a bunch of the dead and the undead. Yeah. So, anyways, um, and he's like, hey, come to the first night of this. Like, you can sell stuff at this at this event that I'm going to. And she's like, okay. So we go and we meet his little imp friend, whose name I want to say is Orville or something like that. <laughs> Orville. Yeah. Cute. Anyways. And so they go to this Ulrich. Ulrich. Sorry. Anyways, her name is Zeta. The little imp's name is Ulrich. And I don't remember this, this guy's name. Kodo. Anyways. So Kodo and Zeta go, go to the event. Um, and he's performing and he's just a poet. And then his poetry is bad. So he just launches into like some stand up and he does some stand up <laughs> about the Azorius. Wow. Classic pitfall. Of classic. Exactly. Do so not. he just does like a, a tight 20 on, on the Azorius. <laughs> hey, 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 Azorius. Yep. Uh, exactly. They love locking people up so much. I mean, it really, that's basically what it's about, wow. about how many restrictions they have and all of the new prisons that they're building. Like the Azorius are just locking people up by creepy the bucket load and it is very creep creepy and it's all Dovin Bond's doing um anyways and so after after that um they walk back to her place and I feel like maybe I'm missing anyways and there's like a bunch of parades going on because it's basically Mardi Gras yeah and there's these things called torture cages which people try and climb but it's really easy to like fall and die and it turns out that Kodo used to be really good at them um, except he got too popular and he was more popular than Rakdos. So Rakdos killed half of Kodo's fans. Oh my God. And then that's why Kodo became like a lame poet, 
poet slash stand up. That's one way to make sure you stay on top. Exactly. Get rid of half the um, other person's and fans. And so we see him climb this giant torture cage and do all these acrobatics and stuff and have a great time. Except then Zeta gets arrested by the Azorius because she um, like alters some graffiti that was making fun of Dovin Bon. Um, <laughs> and she said something. Literally all it is is that she said something mean about him. And they're just like, you can't do that. And they lock her up Whoa. in this, you know, super prison. Um, and so Ulrich and Kodo is like, you know, Ulrich and Kodo are going to go rescue, rescue her. Rescue mission. From this super prison. And they have the help of this person who used to be a precognition mage for the Azorius. So the Azorius are even in the business of using kind of like minority report-esque precogs. You will commit the crime. Yes, Exactly. Wow. And so she gives them a box and, and she's just like, go to the prison tomorrow. And I can't tell you more because the precogs will catch you. Um, so they get into the pr- the prison by Orville is an imp. I forgot to say that part. He's like a little. Imp oh, you said he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they like wrap him up like a baby because <laughs> he's tiny oh, and everyone cute. thinks that he's cute. And they just think that like this, it's this demon's baby. Oh, that's great. It's this tiny demon. Why does an Orville have a card? Now I'm so sad about that. I know. Uh, so anyways, they get into the prison and then, um, the Azorius are just terrible and they even are handing out like. As they're, as they're in line, yeah, like all of the people who are in line to visit people in prison, all of the kids who are there with parents, and right, they're like seeing someone in their family. Um, they give their kids like these coloring books called "Breaking the Cycle of Generational Heathenry." <laughs> so they're handing out religious tracts, yes, essentially here, or basically, it feels like stuff, right? That they're like. I'm just saying there's some real overtones about yeah. how they think they're better, better than everybody and that there's a specific type of people that create that create crime. Wow. It's real bad. Um, so you're just like, this is this is garbage. Um, and they think that Ulrich is, is a kid, so they give him one. Cute. Um, and then when they're inside visiting Zeta, she turns it into blight paper. And so they get her out <gasps> by drawing all of the guards on it. And nice. Then, and then ripping it up. So all the guards are in tons of pain. Um, and Zeta escapes. But um, Ulrich and Kodo get caught. Oh. And so they get sent on a work crew to build an even more maximum security prison. And we see them, Kodo climbs all of the scaffolding on it and then cracks open this um, amber amulet that Ulrich had swallowed that has blood rage magic in it and spreads it over like tens of thousands of prisoners who are working for the Azorius. Oh. So the Azorius are also just arresting people and then using them as free labeled labor to build more prisons. That's messed up. It's super messed up. Also, there's no trials or anything. There's just like precognition mages who put people away. And then there's just people who are like, you're arrested and you're going immediately to jail. I feel like it's there needs to be system. some kind of bigger oversight on Ravnica. Cause right now it sounds like all these guilds I mean, are these, just yes. doing their own weird thing and bad and Except bad. It turns out the Rakdos who are just trying to have a giant death Mardi Gras <laughs> and have a good time. Death de Gras. Yes, exactly. So anyways, he cracks open this amulet and it's like tens of thousands of prisoners get infected by this blood rage magic and there's just a giant riot. Yeah. Literally thousands of people are missing and and dead and it's it's bad for the Azorius. And then the three of them, um, Ulrich and Zeta and Kodo, 
are all used, have the help of the precognition mage and they go into hiding in the underworld, in the undercity. I mean, um, anyways, and it's great. There's like all of these parts. Every time they're in a scene with the precognition mage, she answers everybody's questions before they ask them. Oh, wow. So she can tell that they're going to ask them and stuff like that. It's great. That sounds so Um, cool. It was a really enjoyable story. It was like, right, all of these stories so far have been pretty dark. The Celestia one was a little bit lighter. Yeah. Um, with the really cute worms and like things turned out okay generally. Yeah. And then this one, again, you mostly see like the Azorius are really messed up. Wow. Um, they're super messed up. Oh, Their Vin, system what, what is super doing? messed up. Um, and you yeah. But you get to see, you know, Kodo, Kodo the demon and the lady who makes effigies that he's in love with and their imp friend all get away okay i want to see this imp wrapped as a baby also there's a little bit of foreshadowing because the the mage at the end the precognition mage is like uh lucinka is her name you'll uh zita's like i can make costumes because she was a very good tailor for all these little effigies that she made um, you'll need them because the kind of work you'll be doing as a troop will extend beyond frivolous entertainment. While most of the people you freed are good people, there are a few we need to worry about. One in particular. Oh, really? So, who knows who was inside that prison that they helped free? <gasps> wow. So, there you go. Rakdos story time. So, do, does, um, does Zeta and Kodo get together? Yeah. Oh, There's cute. even this cute part at the end where uh lucinka there's like a box on the table and back when they when ulrich and kodo had gone to her she had given them the box and was like don't open it this is the tools that you'll need for tomorrow when you free zeta and that was because they needed to be able to get around the precognition mages so they couldn't know the plan so they like open the box and it's like the baby stuff for him and the amulet that he has to swallow yeah and then there's another box at the table at the end when they're getting ready to like go into hiding and they're like, Oh, is this to help us? And she's like, no, this is a wedding present for you. And, and she's like, never mind. Just another question. You won't get around to asking for some time yet. <laughs> oh, that's cute. And it's cute. Right. And like I told you, some of these last lines are great. This one is tomorrow may be an illusion, but it's one I'm willing to wait for. Oh, great last lines in these stories. Yeah. So who is the author? Of, of this lovely piece. So all of these um, have been done by Nikki Drayden. Oh, wonderful work. Yes. Um, so there you go. Wow, cool stuff. So we've gone through a lot of the guilds now yeah. in a, in story time, and we're getting a pretty cool picture of all of the stuff that's going on Ravnica before War of the Spark hits yes. like a lightning bolt. Rakdos, surprisingly, one of the cutest. There was some yeah. stuff I didn't go into because we're keeping it, unlike the story, kid-appropriate. Ooh, now I'm really curious. <laughs> if you want to read the whole thing for yourself once again, yes. Daily MTG. I recommend this one. Okay. It was delightful. <laughs> Hey, we've got some ultra pro stuff we want to talk about right now. Big That's thanks right. to them. Uh, we've, they've got these amazing abaci, abacuses. Yeah. Ab- abacuses. Anyways, point is, if you want to count your life totals and your opponent's life totals in the fanciest way possible. There you go. Abacus. No fancier way than that. No fancier way. 
I've got these sleeves here, which are really beautiful. And I remember seeing them on camera at an event and thinking, where can I get those sleeves? They're well, gorgeous. I should have known. They're from Ultra Pro. Yes. Um, they're beautiful. They show the city of Ravnica with all of the guilds kind of in a design that yeah. looks like the cityscape and also the planeswalker symbol with a beautiful orange blue gradient on the front. Beautiful. And these come in packs of 100. Yeah. So you don't have to sleeve up your commander deck. Yeah, Ultra Pro, um, they're one of our sponsors our sponsors of our show. So go and check out their stuff. They've got everything you could possibly want to make your magic on fleek, as nobody probably says anymore. Literally no one. <laughs> but you can find their stuff at ultrapro.com and also on the Card Kingdom store. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF sells a bunch of Ultra Pro gear, and we highly recommend it. They've got lots of really cool magic accoutrement, if you will. <laughs> Episode 320 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. Feels like just yesterday was 300. I know. We were just talking about it before this. Wild. It really is. How time does fly. Big thanks once again to everybody who supports the show on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Uh, thank you so, so, so much. Everybody who signs up is the literally the happiest moment of my day when I see somebody yes. is a new patron. It means Actual everything to us. And yes. um, your support through these tough times has been so wonderful. So please uh, keep it coming if you're able and if we bring anything special to your week. Once yeah. again, Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro. Yeah. Big thanks. Thanks to them. And like we said. Also, shout out to another Minneapolis podcast, Totes Recall. Oh, yeah. If you're ever listening for listening for something else to listen to, <laughs> they're out once a month. We went to a live show of theirs yeah. just last week, and it was so much fun. Um, they all try. It's four of them, and they together they try and r remember a movie that they all watched a long time ago. Um, and then make some predictions and some bets based on that. And then they watch the movie and then they come back and talk about it afterwards. It's so much fun. We had a great time at their live viewing, which was The Princess Bride. Yeah, so And cool. you can listen to that episode. Um, so, yeah, check them out. Yeah, Totes Recall. Uh, they're on Twitter and stuff if you want to follow them, too. And one of their people, one of the comedians on the show, is none other than our very own Nickel Bolas. That's right. So. It's our, our, our nice Nickel Bolas. <laughs> Which we got to get Nickel back on the yeah. show. Hear about what his plans are. I mean, he's probably got some pretty big plans. Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs>